Beyond, we are live. Uh, I'm Joey Parisi alongside Hunger Sight Villain, Bruce Robinson, and the rap god himself, Greg Knight, breaking it down with pigeons this weekend or last Ooh. weekend. How did uh, how you feeling after after your uh, big set at the House of Blues? I'm feeling like I need to write some new lyrics. <laughs> if you listen back <laughs> to enough, uh, enough goose shows, you can probably piece those verses together. Um, but no, I mean, it was cool to be back. To be back on stage, you know, uh, like I never left. Clearly, um, check out the photos through Pigeon's Facebook. Obviously, the camera adds 10 pounds. See you reusing lines like the great 50 cent. Just coming back and reusing them over that's and it. over. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the money. Maker, dude. That's it. Big L did it, Jay-Z. I mean, it's like I don't it. write it down to say it once. Yeah, no, you got to at least <laughs> say it three to four times. Um you know. Yeah, the the Eminence <laughs> Ensemble sit-in sounded eerily similar to the last Mercury Lounge sit-in. If you want to know what this shit sounds like, you got to go, go out to shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Um, hey, Greg yeah. Knight did that thing he always does. <laughs> but uh, luckily... Location, uh, location, put your hands up. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, so uh, to, no, be fair, yeah, to be fair... To be fair, I avoided that. And <laughs> okay. I, yeah, okay. Structured a... I structured a command for hands in the air mm-hmm. in a different mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. Listen to the listen to the the track; you'll hear it. But it was it was like completely different structure, still the same command. However, that took so much mental capacity that I then had to revert <laughs> back to lyrics you may have heard before. Yeah, <laughs> the mental regression from exhaustion. You know, yeah, it's it's understandable. What either uh, way, what though, shout out, shout out. What song um, was it on? You know, I mean, come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you now you're trying to get in the. Well, what is this? Is this it, an interview? It, well, hey, it wasn't Joey. You could have put it. You could have put it in the notes, dude. That's what you, you know. Come on, like, man. Well, well, that's look, what we I need. I was looking on. I was I'm looking just on kidding. Nugs. Nugs wasn't it's called in Day the, and uh, Time. The song's oh, okay. called Day and Time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Greg just looked it up real quick. <laughs> good memory. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I got. I think I can come up with words on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say time is night, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so but it- shout out to everybody that that uh, did in fact raise their hands. Um, oh yeah. Special shout out to those people who raised too. Um, and Ooh. you know it's dope though to be out there. Like pigeons, they're doing their thing, and um, their album comes out this Friday. It's called Perspective. I think it's their sixth studio album. I'm pretty sure because that's what I put in the press release. Uh, but it really like another another <laughs> that's leap a good forward. publicist that's it baby the people's you publicist know? um another leap forward for for them it's it's the sound that you know and you love or you criticize on the internet because you're an asshole um but it's it's like classic pigeons we might have yeah. to do a little bit of editing to this second yeah no you no that's we don't talk exactly about the haters anymore on this, after <laughs> I just make yeah. face, well, I'll just make Facebook posts, and that's how we'll handle them instead. You're the fucking guy with one rappers. 
<laughs> well, what about the the opener? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah improve. Improve. Um, yeah, what about surprisingly fire for their second show since 2014. Um, for those of you who don't know, Elephant Proof is Ben Atkind of Goose, drummer. His drummer band. for Goose. If, drummer yeah. for Goose. Yeah, he's yeah. a drummer for Goose. Um, a lot of people don't know who he is. Yeah. I don't even know who Goose is. Yeah, what are we nah. doing? Yeah. So um, Elephant Proof originated in the aughts. That's the thing that people say, right? Uh, at Berkeley College of Music. I don't say it. Someone um. does. Someone said it. <laughs> the aughts. People, that's a thing. I think it's a thing. Yeah, I've heard it. <laughs> you yeah. ought to know. You ought to know. So they originated, you know, back in the aughts. And um, you want to know. that's you know (laughs) huge inspiration Uh, berkeley college of music so featuring of course ben atkind sean cronin incredible guitarist sean gordon s-h-o-n not to be confused um Mm, on bass gordon name of a bassist and um the incredible chris doc enright who happened to be the original keyboard player in goose so played keys on all of moon cabin most of it. Yep. All over Moon Cabin. All, yeah. Um really in- incredible key player. And you know, these guys Yeah, he's incredible. They met while they were in school and wrote a, a ton of great music while they were in school and it's, you know, it's not your conventional kind of conventional X-tier jam band stuff. It's really I mean, it's acid jazz. Let's It's acid We could go. We could go there. It's yeah, acid jazz. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's it's pretty it's incredible really acid jazz with with a sprinkle of the Home Depot theme. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Some tea pain. <laughs> well, you get some you know, rock but, in there. Yeah, you get so you get a little bit of hit. They like to do the, like a little bit of hip hop R&B kind of style stuff as well. Like they, they yeah, they, it's it's good. They do. Yeah, a couple T-Pain covers. Mm. Um so it was yeah, I was like, man, we got to get Rick up here. So, um really really <laughs> good set. Yeah, they ironed out the kinks, you know, first song but really really locked in and the room was packed the room was was moving i think they were a little bit confused at first but i really really saw 70 music yeah that's sweet that's pretty good yeah i really yeah, wish i asked me to rap with them i would have done the exact same thing <laughs> <laughs> boom two times in one night baby the, the double dose um and um we had we had Sam Bardini, who's the sound guy at front of house, you know, giving that oh, same right classic on. sound, as well as John Coach Lombardi on lights. Oh, right on. Oh, nice. Wow. The multi-tool. The multi-tool. Yes. The human Swiss army knife. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe nice. he'll be yeah. on the show today. Who knows? Well, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what ends up yeah. happening. Transpiring. We'll see what the but, title um, of the episode is. Yeah. I wish I, wish I could have made it. Um but I had to go to the Disco Biscuits, obviously. Um, but obviously. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to seeing Elephant Proof a couple weeks, right? Or uh, in May, rather. Um, one of those shows, May yeah, 13th yeah, a couple and shows, 14th. May, um, May Putnam 13th, Den and- Putnam Place, formerly known as Putnam Den in Saratoga Springs, New York, and the brand new Park City Music Hall the following day in Bridgeport, Black Rock, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, Park City, I have not been to yet, but it's it's a little little gem in Black Rock. Oh man! So Park City, so it used to be the Acoustic Cafe when when I think I saw a pseudo there or some yep. pseudo open show for like for Formula team. Five or something there, you know, on a couple, like a couple epic pseudo shows. Yeah, and so um, 
Then it got taken over or they changed the name to the acoustic and kind of updated it a little bit. Same place. Such a cool little concert venue. Um, but it could probably only fit like 100 people, you know, and it had a kind of a big bar area. The cafe, stuff like the cafe you mean? Yeah. And once even even when it came, became the acoustic, they kind of kept that set up. And then yep. this time with Park City, they really opened it up. It's like a just a legit venue. And and it, it's good that it's all wide open. People can fit really easily, can move around really easily. They have a huge bar. It was easy to get drinks for Talkback Sound System, which was also an incredible show. Um, but yeah, so, I, I, that, that, that venue is sweet now. And it can definitely fit more people as well. That venue, you're right, Bruce. That venue has had, it's a staple in Black Rock, which yeah. also Black Rock, for those of you who don't know, is kind of this magical little nook in Fairfield County that has an incredible music scene. Um, it is home to the Park City Music Hall, formerly the Acoustic, formerly the Acoustic Cafe. Also, Briac. Yeah, Briac. God, first, little C for ever. <laughs> yeah, first ever Netflix and Chill was there. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is a little spot called Brennan's, an Irish pub that Twiddle used to play. I remember Twiddle did an acoustic show at Brennan's once. Um, <laughs> their van broke down on the way to a show. They broke down near Fairfield and oh, man. make their show. So they just played Brennan's that night, little pop up show. Um, I may or may not have wrapped California love with Mahali. uh, (laughs) Could have been a similar verse the other night, you know. know, For sure, yeah. I did. uh, I did my Tupac hologram impression again. (laughs) Oh, nice. um, That's a good. Yeah, and then used to play play this spot called the Field. That's no longer there. I mean, this place has so much history. It was also the home to the office for Gathering of the Vibes Festival. Shout out to Vibes. Um, um, but I mean, just R. like R.I.P. vibes, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and there's so much, so much history in this little like one mile stretch. Even the Briac shows. I, I used to live there with a good friend of the podcast, Jake Ryan, um, used to live a block <laughs> away and they had funk night every Wednesday. Funk night was yeah, free. funk night on Wednesdays. Yes. And it was featuring most of the guys in Kung Fu and also right, like Christy Angelis. Got like on Tim, Adrian, Adrian yeah, Tarantano, Adrian, Tim yeah. Palmieri, now the guitarist in Lotus. Um, free funk every Wednesday night. I mean, I had like two years of horrible Thursdays at work. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Brack gets rowdy, dude. And that was what's fun about it, too. And it, it gets packed, too. Like those Goose Halloween shows in 2018 were, were packed. Um, I remember and people also... were people were like pouring out of the place, you know, because you can still hear pretty good outside. It's just this little. Oh, you yeah, know, Rinky neighbors. Dink's seafood joint with a bar, you know, and it's just such a great saw. It's so grimy and good. I really love it. I really love Briac. A little alley yeah. next to it. And like on the other outside of the alley is somebody's bedroom. And <laughs> every single oh. funk night, they'd call the cops. And oh. they close all the doors and there was no AC in there. I probably lost. <laughs> I probably lost my body weight collectively. Oh, my God. In Briac. <laughs> Yeah, I do well, Connecticut. And that's not a surprise that they would just call the cops every night. Um, but you know, that was probably loud. <laughs> it was probably pretty loud. This I mean, 47 I was, minute Franklin's Tower is really keeping me up. You know, in some <laughs> of these places, that's where, like, you know, Tim Palmieri is like a local legend around here, and he's just a, a an amazing guitarist, you know, and a very underrated, I think, and a little bit underappreciated guitarist. But uh, you know, and ha- having him local and and having band like 
the psychedelic breakfast or breakfast, you know, playing out locally all the time. Like it's so easy to see good music around here at cool venues. And, you know, Tim was actually just playing with Rob from Mo and Vinny from Mo. Um, uh, and this guy from, Oh man, I can't remember the guys of the band, but, um, so they were just playing this like blue star radiation at park city also, you know, and you can set up professional lights in there and everything now. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's just really, I'm so happy. Plus it's 20 minutes from where I live. So <laughs> thank you. What would you say the capacity is for probably like Ryak? Yeah. Ryak, no way. Probably Ryak's Ryak's like 80 people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, would shove more on, people in there than that. Don't tell the but. fire marshal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then Park City now, you know, Park City, they redid the space. They, I think they bought the place like next door, which was a barbershop bra and knocked down the walls. Park City is now about 300. Oh, really? Um, okay. Okay. And one other thing. God, it's oh. John Lombardi, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hey, there we <laughs> no go. Way. Oh, we might actually be um, interviewing him for this. Let me just. Yeah, right, actually, Dude, put him on the spot. Put him up to the mic. Yeah, you're on speaker with the great beyond. Is this not a goose podcast? <laughs> you're cor- you're correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. You win. Uh, that's a pin. Nice. That's up. Well, uh, yeah, first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> you know, originally hailing from South Wilton, but uh, <laughs> you know, lately it's been fretting now. Question mark, but I would like to say, Bruce, what's up, bud? Let me hear you. What's up, BB? I don't you know if you that, can because we're, we got this janky ass shit set up. Yeah. Let me see if I can get. Let me see if I can get Bruce on the line. Actually, I don't know if I can. I'm, I've got my headphones in. Um, All right. So let's just. Yeah, we just need to get John in for the interview later. All right. Let's. Let me just pause really quick. One thing I want to acknowledge before we jump into the news is that April 1st happened to be the one year anniversary of the Great Beyond podcast. Yeah, we, April we were planning 1st. on doing something. We were planning on doing something, but in two true Great Beyond, fa- true Great Beyond fashion, <laughs> we didn't. And, uh, you know, I think we forgot. Just, we forgot. We forgot. Um, you could Matt say Klinsky we forgot. had to remind us. Yeah, Worst shout case. out to Klinsky. So I want to just say, like, after this crazy year, thank you to each and every one of you for listening. I can't believe you're still here. Um, Thank you to the Osiris Network for putting your trust in us. I guess. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Osiris. (laughs) And And most of all, thank you, Sunset Sunset Lake CBD. Big fan of Sunset Lake. Uh, it's a farm <laughs> up in Vermont. Guys, like, yeah, check out their products. They're very yeah. good. Um, used to make milk. <laughs> yeah, so used Vermont to make dairy milk. cows. For yeah. dairy cows. For Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah, ben, ben and Jerry's. Jerry's ben and Jerry's. And I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream as well. We, If anyone wants to send us ice cream, too, we'll take that. <laughs> I just want to say, though, 
I am out of tincture. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm also been, out of been out. I'm out of gummies, <laughs> and that's a testament to how good the product is. Uh, SunsetLakeCBD.com promo code Beyond B E Y L N D for twenty percent off. But I want to let Osiris Network know. Like, I don't know if you guys listen to this much of the Great Beyond. We will be going on strike if we do not receive more Sunset yeah. Lake. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, we're putting the stake in the ground now. Okay, I like that, dude. My we've my got... mouth was a veritable drip field of CBD for for hundred percent day after day. <laughs> we've gone on strike before. Yeah, we went on strike before. That's right. And yeah. we're like, unless you yeah. keep doing all the work, Joey. <laughs> we're not coming back. Like sometimes we just go on strike unintentionally too. It's just like, oh, I guess yeah. all, uh, now we are, I guess, on strike. <laughs> Wait till you see what happens when we do it on purpose. If I if I can't lake and bake, oof. next week, oof, wow, you can see his problems. You can see his tense, and you can see his yeah. tense from not being able to smoke the CBD weed that yeah. Sunset Lake so finely cures and produces. Um, and you can buy for a twenty percent discount with. <laughs> Code word beyond. <laughs> I need some. Cher- I need some some cherry abacus to slow me down. Oh man, uh, what would an episode be without talking about CBD for at least you know two minutes? <laughs> I can't wait to have um, children. I've changed uh, the alphabet. Oh You only need the you only need the three letters. I mean, the Hawaiian alphabet has far fewer letters than we do, and I think that's more efficient. You know. Um, but CBD Absolutely. is plenty for me. I got three letters. CBD. So, um, on, Speak on, similar letters, TDD. Yes. yes. Yeah, um, we're yes. going to talk about that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably the best segue in the history of this, of this yo, podcast. Yo, um, we're on. It's smooth yo, now. We're professionals in, now. You know, it's in disco biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going through my head. I was like, some more letters. Yes. That's how we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, and it, well, anyway, we, so we'll talk more about letters later. But um, <laughs> so Biscuits were played three nights at the Cap this weekend. And I'm telling you, Capital Theater, first of all, um, when, since we've been on this local music kick, Capital Theater is also only 30 minutes away in Purchester, New York. And it's an absolutely beautiful place to see music. Um, and it's just legendary. And so um, the Biscuits always throw down there. And I know people have their... You know feelings about disco biscuits but man when they're on point they lay down some incredibly fun and epic shows and um they did this weekend they played some great shows uh horizon wireless sorry if you don't is that what you mean sorry if you don't yeah syd syd b b4l you know those things um but yeah dude i mean it was just it was just nuts you know and i went thursday and saturday with uh bunch of friends you know uh chris quinn mighty quinn media um you know there was a ton of people there uh and it was just a blast and, and saturday was probably one of the better biscuit shows i've ever seen and um they really blew the roof off the place so and it was barber's birthday you know everybody loves barber so happy birthday to barber um but yeah it was sick you know it was sick and i was gonna say that horizon wireless dj friend of the band um harrison wrote the set list for saturday and, and I, oh I really much yeah very much appreciated that because the set list from saturday is absolutely insane and they just they just really played out of their minds it was so so much fun but yeah the cap you can't go wrong seeing a show at the capitol yeah. theater though either it's just a great were place you, to see uh, music were you sweating bullets I, I was sweating a lot on saturday but you know for a variety of reasons um <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> had a, had a good night saturday we're not you know, it was um, 
there were a couple new things that happened <laughs> that, I, that I haven't experienced before. And I think some of my friends, I know what those were. Um, but yeah, which was an epic two or three seconds that I lost um, to the after. But yeah, it was a good night. Though. It was a good night overall. Uh, great weekend. Um, but yeah, a lot of good local music. And we can just get so much good stuff coming through this local area. It's just always been something that's so grateful for and very lucky. You know, between New York and Hartford, and or if you, if you want to go a little further in New York and Boston, you know, just in that span, there's just so many great places to see music and so many good bands come through. Um, you know, how was um, how was the I, I I heard word on the streets was they played for the Beethoven. How does um, they did yeah they closed out with Fifth of Beethoven yeah. Um, you know, one thing we don't like to do because obviously a lot of people can't handle this is make comparisons. So objectively, how is it compared to some other Fifth of Beethoven's work? Well, I mean, yeah, you have to think too. Like the the Disco Biscuits version of Fifth of Beethoven, especially at that point in the show and how they were playing, I mean, it was very like it was very like like spacier and vibier. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it's like a, you're like in a fucking club, you know, so it's it just has a different vibe to it all together. They kind of deconstruct the song a little bit. So it's not that it's not like the, the following the typical pattern of how the song is played, played out usually. Um, but man, inverted. Uh, no, I wouldn't go. No, and then it inverted. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just that, you know, it's just a totally different type of cover they they just cover far differently you know and I, I i love the way goose plays it man it just fits in their sets sometimes perfectly and it is such a great song so i don't give a shit who covers it it's it's a, such a fun song um but you know it's just like it, it's again it's all about the choices and the timing for these songs it was a great time to they closed out the um encore with that and i mean it was just perfect and everybody was getting it was i don't know it was so much fun they really sounds really like you're crushed. still there Oh my god! I feel like I'm feel like I'm still there. I feel like, I, feel like I got hit by I feel like I got hit by a bus. <laughs> but um, yeah, but hey, we're here. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, shout out to a good friend of the podcast, the resourceful Peach Bureau, obviously owner of the Capitol Theater, and yeah. what a great place to catch music. You're right. Um, I can't wait to get back to the cap and uh, yeah, find it's... more squirrels. Yeah, and then I'll just. Because, uh, you know, another friend of ours, Eggy, um, lo- another CT band that's that's absolutely crushing. They just had a great Colorado run. Um, they played at Mercury Lounge, too. another local place. Yeah, I went to Covington, uh, which is a great place. I need to get out to Covington uh, again for some music. But um, they're coming back to Connecticut. They're going to be playing opening for the Motet uh, in Fairfield at the warehouse, FTC warehouse, um, on the 14th. Spafford's actually playing there on the 13th. Which is sick, and it looks like Marco Benevento is playing there this weekend on Saturday. Polo, <laughs> Marco um, Polo, Polo. Um, but enough yeah, about so us, though. A lot of good Joey, stuff. Yeah. Coming. What's good, dude? What's going do on, you, Joey? Do you want to hear about my weekend? I do want to hear about your weekend. I, I'll, I, got, I I'll take it. Yeah. I, I got COVID, so uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, but the weekend before, I got to see uh, Mark Lassieri. Oh, Mark nominated Mark Lassieri. Snuggy Pop, right? At Iridium, <laughs> which like I never heard. It's apparently it's like a Les Paul like. I don't know if he had anything to do with like the creation of the venue, but they had Les Paul shit like all over the place. Hmm. And the way Mark was like talking on stage, you see, he was like, "I'm really nervous." Like, 
this is a really big deal for me to play here. I was like, I had never heard of this huh. place. It's like a block away from my apartment. So Iridium. Really? Yeah. It's right next to the Stardust Diner. That fucking tourist trap that is in the middle of my commute. Hmm. And this is where you're, Joey, where you were in um, Hell's Kitchen. This right? is like, yeah, this is like right on Broadway in like the middle of fucking like a couple blocks north of Times Square. Oh, right on. Yeah, so it's Iridium, not a huh? not a not a fun area to walk around, but it's like this little uh, like jazz club in the basement that like some crazy people have played at before. So I don't know, it's cool. There, I don't know how I haven't heard of Iridium, but they're just looking at this lineup. I didn't realize it's right by your house. Yeah, this is crazy. Nah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go back. It's like a Blue Note that's like closer to my apartment that does some mm. cool like cover sets. Honestly, that they're doing like a. Uh, uh linda ronstadt like cover set that oh tell my mom to come up for oh i should tell my mom we should, yeah, we should bring our moms to this linda ronstadt shit dude yeah great beyond I get, yeah i think i got some yeah. leftover shit from the disco biscuits my mom could eat some mushrooms or something no i know she got some <laughs> sorry mom man um, at least are. i'm not talking about cigarettes you know so it's fine we're gonna lose a um, listener soon oh um, no doubt just, yeah. yeah we probably already did <laughs> probably a few um, fell but, off uh, already <laughs> so, so something happened yesterday maybe I don't know. This is Monday. We're recording this. So hopefully something happened yesterday. Sunday. Um, and no, Tuesday, because this comes out on Wednesday. Tuesday. Oh, in t- oh the day, tomorrow. Day so tomorrow, yesterday. Tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow, yesterday. yesterday. All right. Yeah. It's tomorrow. I'm uh, easily confused because of the biscuit huh. shows this weekend. It's <laughs> rattled me a little bit. <laughs> something it did happen tomorrow. Yesterday. You're right. <laughs> Things do Maybe, happen uh, on these days. Yes. <laughs> Uh, new single that the missing link in the trilogy of the born Driftfield. Oh, now hunger is going with this. Oh um, man, which I mean, th- the song is whatever. I want to get right to the video. Hopefully, the video came out. Otherwise... I cannot wait for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, yesterday's yeah, yesterday's looking real hot right now. Oh my, so, I don't like looking into the future. I know El Goose <laughs> is just going to be full of Bruce memes. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Bruce, would you comment on these memes that will be coming out yesterday, tomorrow? Oh, man, I'm not looking forward to the day that we're talking about this day because <laughs> uh, I didn't realize this would be happening. But, yeah, um, I guess I am in this video, so I'm proud of that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I have I mean, yet to see it, but um, hopefully Bruce, you, you know, looked good, man. That's all after, I care about. As long as I look this, good. They're gonna be calling it thirsty site. El thirst. Um, why don't we why don't we watch this video live? Why don't we watch yeah, it? Let's get Bruce's yeah. initial take on the artistry behind it. I'm gonna send you guys a link to the video in chat. Um yeah. and we're we're gonna go high tech here. And we're all gonna press play at the same time. Yo, the great beyond tech, high tech. <laughs> <laughs> technology um, let me know when you guys have that video dude i've been ready i was born all right uh, mr F- mr internet it's loading see uh, joey's got joey's got a, a chromebook it doesn't work somebody we need it. somebody needs to send us a computer for joey please we gotta get yeah. him an iridium book someone yeah. with resources maybe sunset lake can send us a computer you know with some cbd uh, like That'd a gift nice. basket yeah I still haven't gotten my cold brew yet, which is why we really? don't mention Grady's, Grady's cold brew. And uh, yeah, but that's fine. I don't drink coffee. I mean, it's insane. I don't know. 
Hopefully, I don't say I drink coffee in the uh, ad read, but somebody's got to balance out the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I still appreciate what they do. Yeah. He's all pious. Yeah. High and mighty non coffee drinker. Uh, All right. I'm ready. I'm ready with the video. All right. Before we go on a 10 minute rant. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Um, all right, on the count of three, one, two, three. A few moments later, go confidently in the direction of your dreams, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so that, that, um, that came out like that was really good, you know, and that was so. This is, and that's also, um, if people might not not realize it, but that's like this radio edit of the song, essentially, where it's it's a little bit shorter than um the track that's going to be on the album uh that they used in the video and uh but yeah it's tight they, they did a great job editing it man it was really uh karina and um these two guys scott and uh god i can't remember his name i feel bad but they were they were crushing um the film work, the camera work and uh and they obviously crushed the editing there um you know these these things <laughs> take a while to put together and they put this together in like record time um and it really came out good, you know, and Jan is just a star, really. So, I mean, so, but let's talk about the real star. Yeah. Oh, oh, who's that? Rick? <laughs> Bruce talking Charles about the Golden Robinson. God? Oh, okay. Um, so I know you're a bit of a method guy. So does that explain, you know, some of the interactions both you and I have had on Twitter at least lately have been... Um, for lack of a better word, spicy. Um, <laughs> would your character here reflect, you know, your digital interaction? Or is it more of just like, damn, I couldn't get tickets in the Red Rocks lottery? Well, you know, I mean, well, so obviously for me, for a person of ascended intellect such as me, um, and obviously that's why I pursue method acting over other methodologies that are really just below me other, other meths <laughs> no we're not talking about the biscuits anymore so and uh <laughs> you know it's like i really you know want to get into character understand the character and understand their experience you know very deeply and closely and that's easy for me because i'm angry most of the time like i said 95 percent of the time absolutely seething with anger um so yeah it came it came out pretty naturally you know um they asked me to be this like you know, angry corporate boss. I said, easy, done. <laughs> I've been there. I've done that, you know? Um, so yeah. Who was your uh, worst employee out of all of them? Um, you know, I want, you know, I want to say maybe Ben, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe Jeff, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure, you know, Rick was playing with origami little dogs or something. So I'm sure he wasn't working very hard. And obviously, you know, Jan, Jan was, you know, doing nothing, eating Chinese food. Yeah. Um, and that's why I had to yell at her. That's why I had to yell at her. Yeah. Just farting around watching YouTube videos and shit. So, you know, should have fired his ass. But I, like, I, pages. I love donuts. Up on his desk. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. We just had random paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, God bless the woman <laughs> whose uh, office I took that binder out of so I could slap something. Um, but yeah. <laughs> You know, no, I cool. watched that and I was like, I miss going into an office. 
<laughs> like so many ways I would occupy myself except for doing work. <laughs> Never got into origami though. It's good, you know, I'll gear up for some new stuff. Yo, so there are in. some I know so that now that I've seen this video, so there are some funny we got some funny stuff recorded that they did not use. So I hope that uh somehow comes out because there's some funny scenes there that um were pretty good. I don't want to give anything away, but oh god, I do. This one scene with Trevor is hysterical. Anyway. Uh, hopefully they hopefully come out, we, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we can remind them. Um, we'll Dr. Remind Karina, them. the director, yeah. about that. And maybe they'll drop yeah. some yesterday because this is tomorrow or whatever we said. Oh, I for, yeah, we don't want to get back into that space, you know. Again, I'm rattled. <laughs> it's yeah. been a long, right it was a long now, weekend. Yeah. So. Right now, we're two days from now. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. you're right. Damn, man. That's oh, Yeah, God. that's what happens with these things. <laughs> take me back so um i let's <laughs> let's give the people something insightful today um <laughs> oh. talk a little bit about the music here so okay i think maybe we're a little bit spoiled um or we've all had a long weekend or we have long covid but all of these this things. is a new single by this uh band that's adjacent to our podcast mm. i believe they created the band so that we could have the podcast it's a new song mm. that uh <laughs> i'm excited about it's an arena. It's an arena rock song is what I keep saying to people. Generally, yeah. the people I talk to are you guys and our manager. But <laughs> I've been saying it. It's a good handful, though. It's a good handful. Um, yeah, but I mean, same with, same with Born, same with Tripfield. You know, they're big, they're, they're songs that can you can make a big sound, big space out of and these big environments that they build out of these songs. Um, you know, and even like Silver Rising and Redbird, when they get into those vocal rounds, like that builds this huge sort of musical space, you know, and, and this big foundation for a lot of sound. And, 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 and that's why, you know, again, it's uh, something that I think Rick had always wanted a five piece band and, and kind of for that reason, you know, just, you just add, just adds these layers and adds more, it just gives you more things you can do, you know, and, and, and build upon. And, and that's what they've been doing. And the, and I think I would agree. These new songs can really fill out a space. They sounded great at Mohegan um, for Goosemas. So yeah, no doubt. All right. Played all three in a row, which like, I feel like will be something special, right? Like, I don't know if they're ever going to do it again. I kind of hope they pocket that idea of like playing all three of these songs in a row. Like I, mm -hmm. obviously it's going to be a thing on the album, but like, it kind of makes that third set of Goosemas a little more special, like having seen it, it'll make the fact that it was the first arena show. Like if that's a special part of it, like that'd be a really cool thing to look back on. But like now being able to listen to all these three songs in a row on the album is like, it's going to put give like a nice little long soundtrack to my commute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure that like I came up with the name Jive Sweet, but I never claimed it at the time and I wouldn't do it now because everyone says it. Uh, but maybe we should take the time to like name mm. this trio of songs, you know, as one complete package so that people mm. can, can, you know, like this will last forever. <laughs> Unless it, people somehow give up on us this, this episode, which I wouldn't blame. Not, yeah, we, we definitely losing some listeners, but that's okay. They're, they're sane, rational people. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can really come up with it, um, a clever name for the trio right now. I, you know, again, did see the Disco Biscuits this weekend. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it, it's it's just you could tell like it, it was meant to flow together. You could see the space like you could see how they were cut when they were releasing the singles for Born and Dripfield. Um, so the, obviously this whole sense of cohesiveness is 
something that they were approaching the album with anyway. And, you know, I'm just thinking it could even be beyond this trio. You know, once we hear the whole album, it'll be cool to see if the album just continues to flow together, which with the set, with the songs that are on it, I just, I, I, I want, I don't, it just feels like I think it probably isn't, but it would be cool to see if they do, you know? Yeah. Uh, like how different these songs might sound. The fact that they might sound like very much one into the other. Yeah. I mean, you know, but a hot tea is, it seems so different, you know, than those songs, for example, and arrow, yeah. you know, so it's just, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. How much tea do you drink in the office? I've been drinking a lot of tea at home. Right. Thank I'm God. Sorry. I don't have to go home. So in the office. It's uh, fit. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's how <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, oh yeah, yeah I uh, put CBD, too much CBD in my tea tonight and <laughs> CBT. TBD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, boy. but oh, hunger site though. Good song. Yeah, good, <laughs> good song. New good song. video coming out, coming out yesterday. Hunger site. Um, <laughs> yesterday, they did it today, again. today. They did it again. I think that's um, a song. All right, so let's um let's let's hear from our sponsors, and then while we hear from our sponsors, we're gonna find someone to interview. Unreal, we yeah. have sponsors after this one. Yeah. Who is that guy from the Hunger Side oh video? God, oh, the Rolling Stones featured GN Weed. What's yeah. GN Weed, former percussionist for Pasudo? No, no, I'm talking about that bald beauty. I think I overheard him. I, I think he's uh, vying for Skechers lead model of the year. Yeah, honestly, sure. I mean, they <laughs> has they have some, you know, raggedy models, so it's possible. Um, <laughs> the t- title to- I can buy for. Shout out to our dude Bruce Willis. Heard he's going through a hard time, um, retiring from acting, but we'll never forget movies like Die Hard. Although it's it's crazy that the Illuminati just straight up released Bruce, you know, this week and dropped him in Rolling Stone. <laughs> You're carrying on the tradition. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, you know, one, he, he, one he's a hard Bruce actor to live up to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if only. It was either you or uh, Bruce Bruce, the guy from Com- Comic View. <laughs> I need an action role, dude. I need an action role. We get product placement with the sketchers. You know, I'm jumping and rolling off 18 wheelers and shit, shooting the shit. I'm like, no, no, no. What we need yeah. is that me and you are the uh, we are like some sort of like uh, corrupt lawyer team on SVU for like maybe a six, seven ongoing part series that that's actually that intertwines with Chicago PD. And we're like, we're representing this like, corrupt mafia guy. Always yeah. keep the money flowing. Yeah, but like, it's... you know, I think we could play some really funny, like kind of slippery attorneys. Yeah, I I actually agree. <laughs> so we're here with a man who apparently needs no introduction. <laughs> um, because we're already we're already in here. We are already we're rolling. Here. We're rolling. Um rolling the one that. and only L John Lombardi. <laughs> some know him as coach, some know him as Luigi, some know him as Lombi. Um, some know him as that guy with the rain stick, you mm. know, aka mm. <laughs> aka aka. Uh, but a man who's been with a band that this podcast has nothing to do with since day one, day one, since day negative one. Uh, we're really happy to have him on this show to um talk about a whole lot of stuff. I mean, this this could be a six-part interview, who knows. 
I'm thinking had, 12. Yeah. yeah. We can straight out. box set. Basically yeah. what, what they did for the Michael Jordan thing. We we're, we'll do that. I like that. <laughs> the way the intro went, this will be like a six hour episode. So but, this episode uh, in general is long-winded. Let's I'm just gonna throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're here with a future slippery attorney on an SVU <laughs> spin-off <laughs> mixed with Chicago PD. Um, so honestly, so John shout like, out to Dick Wolf. Pick us up, dude. Shout out to Dickie Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> DW from Arthur grew up to be Dick Wolf. It's crazy. Nobody <laughs> even knows that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so John, I mean, there's, there's literally so much we could talk about just between, you know, I'm not even going to begin. Uh, Me and you don't, and don't go down that whole freaking yeah. hours. We Absolutely. A whole weekend talking. It's as if, like, mean, it's not having, having 14 or 15 or, or 25 many, times. Many more times. Sure. A couple I, hundred I mean, times. Too many, too many times. <laughs> Our entire duration of our, our friendship and professional relationship with Joey has just been us telling him stories about what we used to do. Um, so Joey's been with us the whole time. Well, damn, Joey, you about to learn today, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, whole... one and only Kenny Simpson. You about to learn today, boy. You about to learn today. <laughs> um, so, John, like we, we can start in so many different places. Um, but I think I think let's let's start with where the band is now you know there's a lot of people who are new to the podcast who are new to the band who are new listeners who you know maybe got in around bingo tour got in around the drive-in shows and are stoked that goose just played mohegan um but there's so much that pre-exists that and you've had a hand in, in just about everything the band has done so i'm wondering um both on the technical side and maybe even just thinking about the fact you're on a podcast about it. How has this whole operation grown? Tell me what's impressive about the whole thing. Um, and really just what you take from all of it. Oh man, that's a great one, Greg. I mean, you know, we talking from before even the pseudo when we're just hanging out at Peter Weeks' house and like uh Trev's gym with Rick and like sees Campbell there and is like, hey, hey, you. Yeah, you and Campbell's looking like a deer in the headlights, and like, and Rick's like, "Yeah, I know you got gear. Yeah, I'm gonna drive you up the road." And like, goes and gets gear, comes back and plays. You know, we talk about that. We can talk yeah. about the Vasudo days. Are we gonna talk about? Let's roll know, through it. Let's roll into the Vasudo days from there. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you know. No, I was just. I, I mean, we could do that, but really, yeah. from where we started, let's say from where we started in terms of this operation with Goose. Uh, 92714 first show i think before that it was a july conversation we had but i mean you know from the first gig 92714 seaside tavern shouts to it's no longer there jimmy but whoever seaside jimmy was tavern, yeah. shout to jimmy sides tavern because your shuffleboard table and your little stage made it great um, and the but, patio in um, the patio there sh <laughs> shouts to isaac henry doing fucking uh sound for us guys great guy solid mm. but anyway <laughs> Patient. In terms of production, <laughs> you know, from then to now and, and even the first few years of the band, I mean, you're talking, <clears throat> you're talking a couple cabinet amps, you're talking, I mean, Rick used that same Mesa. That Mesa forever. with no reverb. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're just talking basically band gear and minimal at that because at times between places like Stella Blues, shouts to Stella Blues. 
Middle East and, and certain places. We are we had these four guys, uh, which would be Doc is is well involved in that, uh, or sometimes now even younger. Now in mm-hmm. Alpha Proof, shouts to EP. We just Greg and I just did a great show with that mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. House of Blues with Pigeon, shouts to Pigeons. But going back to my point, as I uh, digress, which will happen a lot. This, oh, this, it's, this is Sorry. we're known for that. I think <laughs> anyway. Strap Bruce, in, Greg folks. and I are just to digress people, but anyway, uh, we would fit into small nooks. And if anyone's been to New Haven, Connecticut, and seen Stella Blues, or been to the Middle East upstairs, even and seen that little nook. I mean, we would shove in there and all you folks who play out in bands understand it because you've been in those spaces. But to go from that to, I mean, uh, in a completely macro level, let's fast forward to where we are now. You know, I'm a stage manager um, and Marta Getty is our production manager for essentially, I mean, and even an arena stage. Half, now, co- co- concert, uh, conservatively half a million dollars of gear on stage. So there's quite mm, a bit of difference. Yeah. And and the, and the only thing that's not different, yeah, we are using a different Mesa, uh, Mesa amp, but <laughs> that old Mesa is right behind his amp, mm-hmm. and I always have it plugged in as my backup. Every other stage manager out there, make sure you have a backup plugged in, ready to go for easy switch offs. Hell yeah, Rick sure breaks a lot of shit. So yeah, the proof's you know, in the pudding too. Cool. Watch the uh, Peach set from 2019. Yeah, the man oh, can right. switch an amp. Technical issues. But, that was a different, and now we have two right next to each other. But yeah, you know, technical issues arise, and uh, from you know another instance and differences is the mousetrap. Uh, Twenty nineteen, when uh, um, you guys call him your leader, Bruce, or maybe now Wrong Stones guy, but uh, he was our intern for that tour. He was, was out intern. Colorado, oh, oh, and I'm sorry, he was the, the leader thing. That's new to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess you're the leader. I well, Joey's really the leader. You Joey's guys, absolutely. You know. the leader oh, this of yeah. this, yes, yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even on the podcast. It's fine. I'm not even trying to do this podcast, dude. Joey, so Joey's definitely yeah. leading the way. You know? <laughs> All I've heard Bruce say is like, I don't even know what's going on, or I'm not trying to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of wild. Like how many people but, I hear from, they're like, Yo, Bruce was like. Saying some shit about the podcast and how like, <laughs> he, like really doesn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, ad- it's like no, it's advertising. It's Bruce's life. He really <laughs> yeah, doesn't right. want to do anything. So going back to the mousetrap 2019 after we had Bruce as our intern because he wanted to fly back after the Colorado run for like a day or two just to fly back to the Midwest. And I was like, I remember just he did stay that in after the van. Texas this year. I was like, just stay in the van, sleep in the back with Ben. He's like a Cheshire cat. You know, you'll fucking be fine. You know, experience this. Day. And so anyway, long story short, uh, we, had a, we had a technical issue and a production issue on stage. Uh, Peter Popper Strang is a guitar. And at that point, you know, we're on comms and stuff, but there's no in-ear monitors between me and the band and stuff like we have now in talkbacks with the escalation and, and production. And yeah. uh, this is only from 2019. And it's like, hey, coach, and whoever's listening to that recording, you'll hear. I don't know if it's a Madavon. You'll have to yeah, forgive me. Was, was I don't so... remember from that show, but yeah. Uh, because, yeah, pre-incident, pre-show pineapple tequilas and merchants in there with bruce and yeah right. but anyway yeah peter yeah bruce spilling girl, all over guy, the we got sleeves. you your poster i promise we got your poster anyway, oh we did wrote it on the list wait what is yeah, that story did. yeah what happened uh, with that? 
we we cannot digress. Will not. Right? Yeah, we're not going to rehash that. That was that is actually there's some this drama on Goose from that from years ago. So uh, but everybody was commentated, and I saw that same boyfriend sell his poster a month later. What hot take? Anyway, Peter <laughs> oh. into the mic. Ooh, into the mic goes. Hey, coach, uh, need my guitar. And I like leave Bruce at merch, and I run over to the stack of our dads, which now obviously we have uh, since these venues are bigger professionally placed and Marta and I make sure cases are strategically placed so we can get what we need, whether it be a backup BI light, you know, or um, cables for audio. But anyway, I had to dig through every single case until I pulled off his guitar at the bottom, got it out, got it to him and we're good, you know, switch to a modern day tech issue we're at the mission ballroom uh shout out to don strasberg shout out to everyone out in colorado doing what they do the mission ballroom is just an absolute gem out fantastic there. Um, yeah fantastic biscuits are playing there this tonight. weekend too two nights you know people should see them i don't know if you're listening brownie but you might as well plug this guy either work for you or at least fluff you or something. Willing to so. sell out for anyone. Yep. Just let me know. I mean, Bruce, Bruce is for hire. He, he hates this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Literally, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to sell out to the highest bidder. That's it. You know, this podcast is still pro bono, so. <laughs> You're welcome for the platform, guys, by the way. I'm still waiting on a, on a kick down from it, but I mean, we will let everybody infer what I mean by that. Slippery. Anyway, Golden, so slippery. I am Lewis slippery. But anyway, going back to Mission Ballroom, um, we had an issue with Ben. And long story short, Sam hit me up. One of his overheads was not picked up. And long story short, we have to just I have to go to the wing, mute it, make sure you don't hear the craziest loud feedback in the world, and uh, ruining it for everybody. Not only in in the venue, the four thousand people in Mission, but all the streamers. Because we know you're so picky about your stream audio, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we have a lot of things to do at once or anything. But anyway, uh, it's all about the best show possible. And you know, I find myself uh, swapping out an overhead mic cable in the middle of uh, a huge show. You know what I mean? And so that's just some, and that's it, that's a great thing to have now that we have progressed so far technically, where we can you know, do stuff from just like uh, Rick pop the string, let's like grab a different guitar, let him play the set without it. You know, I know Neil, Shouts O'Neill's and Ollie and everybody there. Uh, mm, but, yeah. you know, from that ma- mousetrap thing where we were still selling out rooms, but they were smaller to like still having to dig for his guitar to now we have everything kind of set on stage. But bigger problems you see is like, uh, you know, us able to swap out cables on stage or do anything on the fly in the middle of a, Two thousand to ten thousand person production, and, and and I'm very confident to all my bad Larrys out there. Shout out to Marta Getty, Andrew Getty, Sam Bardani, uh, Danny McDonald. Shout out to Commander Q. He's out there doing Commander his thing. Q. Shout out to um, Sam King, and 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 shout out to just everyone in, involved in our actual boots on the ground to our crew because our whole team is phenomenal level 11 rival artists all you guys phenomenal yeah. everybody that you even you two yabos and uh, you three yabos phenomenal everybody everybody from 
in every facet, even everybody from the front row guys dancing, Camito, I see you, uh, to everybody dancing in the back. Everybody plays a part of this. But it's expanded quite a bit, and especially production-wise. You know, I mean, like I said, we have went from having what we had on stage to like half a million dollars worth of production on stage, you know, depending on the gig or not. And it's just, uh, it's a a beautiful thing to to see that happen. It's one of one of many reasons that uh, kind of brings joy to me, uh, you know, seeing the progression of this uh, beloved Vesuto cover band. <laughs> yeah, as Bruce, and I, as Bruce and I have dubbed them for years, as they really loved to hear when we were saying that. Love that. Oh, Rick like, loved to hear that. Yeah, but um, that. yeah, dude. And I was talking about sneaking into little places, man. Mousetrap was another tiny stage to have to sneak everybody into, and um, sneak, you know, and not only it, it was the people are fine, but it's like sneaking Getty's lights into the mousetrap. Yeah, that's hi. funny. Yeah, and he goes, it's tough. gonna be a little pro a little package. And I'm doing air quotes here for people who can't see me, but like yeah. if you know Getty, little package means like we're running like seven BIs and like, like 10 vipers, like on stack. And Bruce doesn't know what that means, but he's like, How are you gonna fit? Fuck. <laughs> I want to carry more we'll shit at that point. Yeah, and I was already yeah. drunk. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and no wonder we forget. Yeah, what really. song he needed a guitar on? Uh, so then I guess at what point do you become, as you are now known among many people as coach? When does that date back to, and when did it become your official job title? Ah, well, just to clarify that off the jump, uh, I'm officially in terms of job title, our stage manager and video director. Um, coach is a nickname of mine. And uh, not a job title, but uh, <laughs> I want to. I want to make it was at one clear. time though, right? At uh, one time when bread was just like something I bought at the grocery store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean even at that time, like I was a stage manager. Just what people online like thought. All I did was just some guy named Coach. But uh, no. Uh, it comes in from several aspects. Uh, I was a, uh, after my career as an athlete uh, kind of finished up, I, when I was finishing my tenure at, at uh, college, uh, not for a doctorate or anything, just for my undergrad. Uh, I it takes time sometimes, the, you know? Yeah, it takes time sometimes. Yeah, and that's, takes time. That, that, that's how you got to create greatness like this. But uh, in my tenure, uh, you know, I ended up, since I was a, uh, uh, D1 lacrosse player myself and played professionally for a little bit in the NLL, uh, the indoor league. Um, I was able to become the assistant coach uh, at the UConn lacrosse team, uh, uh, their club team, and uh, uh, and then become their head coach for a few years. And uh, before that, even precursor in that, um, I was an intramural uh basketball coach in Weldon, which Bruce knows because he was a very it's hilarious angry lively he's basically the same person as he is right now that all is no was a very was good referee for the yeah, we gotta soldier. release the footage we gotta release the footage was, of us balling out it was kind of yeah, a writer's sure. passage like if you were an athlete Weldon, or like somebody you you would uh coach the younger kids in basketball then when you graduated people like Bruce would become refs and he was always in 
shouts to Wilton Park and Rec uh, and Bruce because he's always been tied in with them forever. Uh, but yeah, so I actually coincidentally coached Ricky, um, and he was our first pick for two years. Me and my friend Dylan Gillum, Taylor Standish, and Johnny Duco, shouts to the crew, uh, coached uh, them. I think and and Tick Shelley as well. Atticus Shelley works at Spotify. Oh yeah. What's up, Tick? Hit me up, baby. Could, yeah, he, get on there. Did he, could he ball? Uh, he tried. Yeah, so he was, yo, so he was our point guard, right? Rick was short, like real short. Hadn't hadn't hit the you know the, the, the growth yet. But man, could he, he was wet. He was hitting <laughs> splashers from like fucking 12 to 20 yards out. Or 20 feet like, out. And, and I don't working. believe this. Rick yes, can't play yes, now, though. He's tight, yes. too tight and for the guitar. Like, he was sassy and stuff. I mean, we did some uh, pool basketball back in uh, oh, Raleigh Oaks back it. in the day. Okay. And, uh, 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 years oh, later, and Rick tore his shoulder. But back in the day when he was a kid, he could ball. So, and the name coach kind of took off uh, just somebody calling me that because a lot of uh, our early fans, which are friends of Carl Huglin, Don Fusco, people, people like this uh, – you know, cart, uh, I coached them. So they would just call me coach Max Kramer, people like that. And it kind of caught on with, uh, the band is, I guess, you know, I was, uh, I don't know if it was a father figure or a funny uncle, but I was kind of a guy, you know, funny, funny uncle, a crunkle, make sure everybody, a crunkle, make sure everybody was cheered up and felt (laughs) right, right way and fluffed and ready to play. and, And basically, max out their potential to show the world what they had because uh since the first day i uh you know really sat rick down and, and talked to him about this with trevor obviously was there but not fully checked in uh and strong totally power forward happened yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah rick rick could handle the rock man i'm telling you dude and if he if he spent a little bit of time on it dude would be like Andrea Bagnani or whatever that guy. No, nice. I don't yeah, think he would yeah. be, dude. I don't know. Yes, I don't yeah. see it, dude. Oh yeah. No, Rick's you know what? He's a yeah, natural. we're. Just, I don't know. You know. Don't, else, don't be. Not, not like I'm going to give Rick credit for a lot of things, but especially not basketball. You know, let's not go there. Everybody knows Peter's the best basketball player in the band. Oh, I don't think any one of them. Yeah, is athletic in any sort of way. I mean, that's why I was the Rick, athletic director Rick, for the Rick is athletic. Rick is athletic. Rick is vascular. Definitely. He's vascular. He, his his dad shouts shouts to his pops. Uh, um, Rick, his dad was a great golfer. Rick got it in him. I saw him at Top Golf when we had an off day in uh, Nashville, and he was doing a great job out there. But great baseball player. He was a he could throw the ball, but I'm telling you. He's wet, dude. He's wet. Even, but he's prone injury. I mean, with that volleyball, when everyone's like, let Rick sit, that's from a volleyball injury he sustained July 4th weekend, you know, playing some yes. wreck volleyball. Yes. And back to man. my Raleigh Orts story, that was like our throw him to the Wolves tour we did in like 2018 with Yonker and some people in the Southeast. And uh, that Linsky booked up shouts to Blimpy Man, Matt Kalinsky. And Blimpy uh, Man. It was like me and Rick versus the rest of the band, and we were just scraping them. And like Rick, like uh, you know, hurt himself with his shoulder injury. And I was like, "Well, we have like seven shows, so just relax." But 
Kid's prone to injury. Maybe not now. He's back on a you know a different style oh, diet, he, living differently. So maybe he's jacked. He's channeling I mean, that body. Sitting Rick, sitting Rick was a good version of Rick. You know, at the time, yeah. twenty nine, crouching yeah. tiger, sitting Richard. That yeah. was an incredible Ooh. tour. Yeah. But I think, um, okay, one thing about that that volleyball injury that was a point of frustration to me. Still, um, I had like been begging the video director at pace magazine to like have goose come in for a session in 2019. And he was like, you know, like there's multiple reasons why we can't have this happen. Like one, I have no idea who you are and you're just accosting me outside of broken ball Two, like bands, <laughs> bands need like 10,000 Facebook likes, which at the time, 2019 didn't have 10,000 likes on Facebook. Like, I think that was an arbitrary kind of like cut off of this band is successful and three yeah, I mostly starting that account i don't know who you are and so finally <laughs> like I, I don't know how i convinced him but finally i convinced him and then um it was like a lock for the monday after rick's unfortunate viable injury <laughs> and uh networking was, baby i was so mad <laughs> but they never <laughs> like they haven't done it ever it's like star-crossed lovers um, but whatever. 10, I mean, enough 000. about me. This up, isn't about up to fifty-eight thousand likes on that page now. Over fifty-eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What page? Who are you talking about? You talking about on, that, on um, Goose's official. Oh, I don't know who they are. Um. So speaking of that, not knowing who they are. Um. What else are you like? What else are keeps you jazzed in the music world? Um. You know, obviously you're an integral part of what Goose has going on, but. Um, they're not on the road all the time. What else do you do? What else do I do in terms of like music wise or like, yeah. not like, what I are mean, you currently doing? <laughs> yeah, we're on a zoom call, but, um, music wise. I mean, that's why I linked up with you, Greg, when I met you at, uh, Cares House 16. John, you hold on. That's coming day, through but... too loud. That torch it's fucking up your audio. Uh, so. Just wait till you just in, just wait till you in, just hit it. In, ter- in, in terms of uh, what I do, uh, music wise, I think you know, Greg. It's pretty similar to you guys. It's uh, same thing as the night I met you at Carriage House Six C in Yukon. It's uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of fish, and obviously, just nothing better than going to church with my boys, lights for panic, and just kind of kicking back and listening to stuff. But to be honest with you guys, as of late the last two years i mean um i get so much from our uh our boys uh the basuda cover band and and what rick's mm-hmm. doing and what trevor's doing and ben pushing them and, and dean and everybody that i'm kind of but the, the musical junkie in me is definitely getting off to the point where uh i'm listening to like, like a lot of classic hip-hop at home a lot of sports talk radio uh because I work a lot through the construction. Shouts to everybody out there that's got to work to uh, pay their bills because they <clears throat> they work for their hobbies and they love it. And that's what you got to do. But yeah, that's that's kind of what's keeping me floating. Uh, I'm trying to get out to these uh, at least one or a few of these fish shows coming up uh, here from the garden. The reschedule ones. Uh, ISO <laughs> ISO uh, I, Chase ISO. Uh, <laughs> hook a bro- brother up. You know. Come on, yeah. <laughs> And, Come on, uh, I, I, I got the beacon too, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's kind of what I'm doing musically. Uh, Have you lended uh, your talents to any other bands? In terms of just like helping out other bands and working and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've uh, been consulting with a few bands for a while, but uh, actually, uh, one band that I've been ma- I'm managing uh, since uh, the fall of last year's. Uh, Formerly the Funky Dogs Brass Band, you can find them on Spotify as the Funky Dogs Brass Band. We're uh, doing a rebrand, going as the Funky Dogs. Uh, but yeah, they're great. Right uh, they've done a lot of big things, and uh, from you know playing MSG with Dispatch to Trombone Shorty Motet and uh, a lot of people. But uh, they actually have a song on uh, the show Fargo on FX, uh, a song called Number One off their last album, new album coming out, Vertical. But uh, Oh, Another really? band I'm uh, helping. Yeah, I'm really excited about these guys. It's uh, a whole other scene. Anybody who's a bit older knows about the Grey Boy All-Stars. Um, yeah. The Funky Dogs remind me about the Grey Boy All-Stars, except they add an element of hip-hop and a strong, strong element of New Orleans-based stuff. Also, Yukon Nation, everyone from the band is a Yukon uh, person, oh, including oh, yeah. uh, Greg and I, who help out. So shout out to Husky Nation. And Bruce, and Bruce too. Huskies. And Bruce. You know, we're all here. So uh um, but uh yeah, that's happening and uh I'm very excited for it. And uh besides that, one of my best friends in the whole world, uh Spuds Atkins, side band uh Elf Improved EP, managed by your your guys is Greg over here and our buddy Bobby Man Matt Kolinsky. Uh, I'm uh man, I'm tour managing and uh lighting director for them. And uh, it's just great to get on, uh, you know, get outside of Goose for a little bit and and, and see uh, these guys fulfill their dreams with side projects. With Elf Improve, it's great, too, to see Doc out there. Uh, he's the keyboardist on Moon Cabin and, and just an integral yeah. part in Goose for helping us get to where we needed to get to to keep moving along. Every, every single member yeah. of Goose was always strategically there to help and did so much for us. And yeah, uh, all their times appreciated, no matter how whoever feels after the fact. I appreciate all their time because everything is for a reason. And uh, I guess another band I'm working with is the Ravelo, which a lot of you might know because I guess just because the combination of Rick, Peter, and Jeff is too damn sexy. I don't know, but also <laughs> it's the, uh, dude when they got a candle on stage and they're playing with like wooden <laughs> instruments. Yeah, it's oof, God. and three part harmonies everywhere. Hot. Yeah, I mean. The arise at the uh Homer Performing Center for the yeah. Arts Church. I'm just at front of house with screen, just like crying, just like yeah, just like it's like holy shit, Rick, fuck, dude, yeah, wow, moist. but uh, yeah. more than moist, I was completely nagging, just balls, soaked, just but, wet, uh, yeah, sopping. So those are the projects I'm involved with now. Um, uh, I'm definitely uh into working as much as I can in the music industry and very fortunate and grateful for uh, what's ended up happening the last 10 years going from an avid music fan, uh, just giving all my money to Terry and every other musician out there, which people should do help help these musicians because they work hard in their craft. But uh, from going on one side of house to the other side of house um, in terms of, you know, breaking the barrier and going the other side in terms of, uh, that front barricade, which everyone lines up for now being involved with, with it. And from starting a band uh, to doing everything from 
booking, uh, running sound, lights, uh, playing an instrument, singing on stage, uh, the whole bandit of of the stuff, and 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 it's uh, very, it's very crazy to think about as someone who's uh, just grew up a kid that was pretty fucking confused, not sure what's going on, all sorts of things going through my body at fourteen. You had acid in the mix. You're like, holy shit, now acid and hormones are together. And, you know, you see this guy fucking just it's quite a concoction. going, And you're like, wow, some more out there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just very fortunate for what's what's going on now. And uh, without a doubt, would like to thank every single person listening to this, first of all, for listening to Bruce and Greg. Because, I mean, I know Joey's great, but come on. You're listening to Bruce Painful. and Greg. So thanks for that. For, Thank you for that for me because they're my for them. friends in the whole world. <laughs> but uh, thankful for everybody else who, who's tuning into the band because without you guys, we're just, uh, we are a bunch of music nerds, but we, that's what we'd be. So thank you guys for letting this platform kind of take off. It's uh, something that, yes, from day one when I sat Rick down, I did know was going to happen and envision would happen with the work we'd have to put in and with the clear talent, Rick and Trevor. And, and Ben had together and their kind of synergy from their pre-existing uh, band. But uh, to see it happen, to feel it happen, to to sit in an arena with 8,500 people after, you know, four years of having Bruce help me load kegs and pizzas yeah. and from Uncle Joe's, shout to Uncle Joe's and 200 feet of Blippi Sub and 500 chicken tenders and all these things, you know, to see I, it I helped happen, a small amount. I usually <laughs> got there. I, help, I usually got there right when it was all it's, it's set up, and I'd be like, no, "Depends on timing." You know, yeah, good job. Like, I was like, I was like, "Yo, put these cookies out." And I mean, you made sure you definitely helped a great amount. Made sure everyone was having a good time. Helped me mm-hmm. MC at times. Also, put the just, cookies uh, out. That's for sure. Yeah, put the cookies yeah, you out. Definitely <laughs> were putting the cookies out for the people. You know what I mean? Yeah, Handing out the sweets. Everybody That's right. eat, baby. Remember the year I brought the yeah. gold? <laughs> um, all right, but I think I think on that note, and before we go too far, um, um, before? let's talk about the um, let's talk about history. Let's talk about history um, because I think there's there's some stuff that really precedes even what we what we've talked about. Um, but I don't want I don't want to take all the air airwaves. So, Bruce, there happens to be a question I highlighted in yellow. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, yeah. See, John, you know, I, and I did want to ask this because you'd brought up some people that a lot of people, you know, names people might not have heard of in, in the scene and a lot of our old friends. Um, a lot of our old friends were around to help support the band as they were growing from from Vasudo to Goose and and through that process. And, you know, you're always a big networker um for us and um started to build Ooh, out me? a group of friends no. seeing like the you know seeing fish like you mentioned and um connected a lot of us in a lot of ways um through live music i know we started those groups you know you started tv online which was actually a friends thing before it started online um but team blahs you know a lot of us were a part of uh and, yeah <laughs> shout out to a suck. lot of a lot of folks um, a lot fans? of fallen soldiers as well, but um, and then yeah, and then you bad. started obviously the infamous <laughs> El Goose is what Goose Group was Goose first group. or Funky Flock? No, or no, 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 no. We were the Funky Flock because hey, I love everybody in Pigeons. I saw you this weekend. Love y'all, but 
But then I we heard that they were using that as a fan. It was a problem. <laughs> I, I knew they were, but I, I didn't. I, I didn't think it was a problem because I mean, our show mm. was funky. We were playing okay. some jazz well, style stuff. Here's the problem. <laughs> this is the problem from that time. Okay, <laughs> because we, you know, we were we were spending a lot of time. We've already uh, digressed from the question. No, 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 no this no. is the we, question. We, we, this we is actually what people yeah, want we to know. didn't even get to the question yet. <laughs> Oh, wait, maybe <laughs> I didn't were spending a lot of time at your house uh, at that time. You know, remember when I lived, um, I lived, I lived nearby yep. and I used to, I, used <laughs> yep. to I, I lived nearby and I used to stop by coach's house a lot. Check nearby. Oh, so you were like right by Putnam Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, you hated the word gaggle. I was like, yo, let's just call. I was like, yo, let's just call it the gaggle. I was like, just change the name. And literally nope. for years, you were just like, nope. no, no way. Nope. Just I tell me why. Like, I didn't like it that much why? either. Yes. Why? I will tell you why. And this is, <laughs> uh, how do the kids say it now? Respectfully, <laughs> I <Look> kids. <laughs> didn't want to <laughs> have to change the funky flock because I thought both bands could do their thing. We obviously had much less people. I mean, at that point, it was like, my mom and everybody's mom on Facebook and aunt I could find, you know, not like nagging. Like I found that out with some oh, we nagging. Pro- are they, moms are they appropriating butter rum? It'd more be like people are like, great job last night. What was that song with Sadie, you know, and <laughs> stuff like that. But so I didn't think it was a big deal. And plus I thought, you know, we could meet up as some bird band, you know, cute pie in the sky one day, which, Hey, it happened. Dave. It happened, you know, but uh, I didn't like the word gaggle because you still don't. I just want to know why. Sounds like cuckold. Sounds like weird. Cuckold's a weird word. I feel bad for any guy getting cucked or any person getting cucked. Like, I just wouldn't want to be in the gaggle. So straight up, honest answer, Barbara Walters to my, you know, gun to my head. Reminded me of the word cuck, cuckold, gaggle, cuckold. Didn't like it. Straight up. So you, have a deep-seated, you have a deep-seated fear of Barbara Walters holding a gun to your head and <laughs> saying a, gaggle. Scary listen, picture. If I were to be, if I were Baba. to be cucked, Barbara Walters would be the one who would be able to cuck me. Gaggle. <laughs> she's, she's, you know, she's slippery, more slippery than people think. Oh, Barbara uh, Gags. Oh, yeah, Barbie yeah, Gags. That's yeah, how she yeah. got those, those interviews in. But uh, yeah, she don't flack around. <laughs> back right. to your question. Um, well, re- well, really, the question is really about like, you connecting, know, not- or just a statement, you know, like connecting people, something uh, I've always felt very close with friendship is a very important thing. Bruce, you and I have been friends for, I guess, since 1999. I've known you a little longer when wow. you were like the intimidating tight end on the eighth grade team. And I was on the sixth grade team, even though. I'd find out years later you're just a big baby that looked tough. But I quit uh, the next year, honestly. Spring football yeah, is just like this sucks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just but, gonna uh, drink and shout from the stands but, instead. But, but fishing on your <laughs> things don't time, never change. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> years when we've been good friends, but you know, connecting people was it was a big thing. Um, I knew growing up in Wilton, a lot of us had similar interests, similar passions. It might be a little different in terms of stuff, but. Uh, the bond of friendship was very important to me. My brother, Luca, shouts to Luca Lombardi. I love him so much. Uh, he's severely autistic. He's Rick's age. He's uh, he's, thir- he's 31 years old, um, and he's nonverbal. And I've just never been able to have that uh, close mm. 
I, he's my brother, and I'm very close with him. Don't get me wrong, but uh, the best way to express this is that I've never had that like full, full able feeling of you know. Like I want him to tell me, like I'd give all of this. I'd give talking to you right now, Goose Podcast, the Band Goose, having started it and everything, even seeing the Fire 2.0 fish shows I've seen to have Luca just tell me fuck off one time. Like I'd give mm. it all. But so I don't have that and 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 and, and closeness and and stuff like that is something I always value. That's why I always love teams and, and being a part of a team because uh, mm. of the brotherhood there. So with friends it was a very important thing and I had different groups, you know, I was hanging out with you and Ross and your people and, and Anderson, shouts to Anderson, Steve Anderson, my man, crazy Canadian, really mellow actually, but uh <laughs> I always wanted to link up you with my, uh, you know, kids in my grade or the O4s. And I guess shouts to Chill Squad. What's up, y'all? Some of y'all, you guys and shit, you know, and other guys, uh, a fun nap. But uh, <laughs> uh, I always wanted to link people I don't have up, context man. there, and, except for that's very, Bruce, very much a uh, shout out to the aughts. <laughs> the Chill Squad. Uh, Bruce, no, the aughts. But it was the O4s, the O4s. And we're in, in Will and High, we're all about 05, 02s, you know. Uh, there was just a big thing going on. The 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 seniors when I was a freshman, the O2s, Ian Ryan, Zane Slutsky, the actually originator the of original uh, the Ted. Fred, the original Fred. Fred himself, him and Timmer, uh, <clears throat> Timmer Wood, uh, RIP. You know, we're always going to shows, seeing string sheets, seeing fish when they were on and off because it was that weird time period. And they kind of brought it uh, to us, and I had seen stuff uh, thanks to, you know, friends taking me to shows, the ski bus and whatnot, and uh, and learning stuff. And I just wanted to share it with people. So as we got older, obviously in high school, thought, hey, panic's playing. Everybody come check this out. Hey, this is going on. Come check it out. We try to get as many people as possible, you know, stretching from Dave shows in eighth grade and or shows in ninth grade to, like, Moving on to cheese, late ninth grade Mo, obviously peeking at the beacons and all that. But you know, we get to college and uh just to fast forward this, because I could talk for hours on it, and you guys know I could. Uh we were kind of all doing our things separated, and I had kind of gotten all the Wilton guys together between the, you know, maybe five to eight years of separation of grades maybe from like the class of like you know 98 99 up to like the class of 008 really you know and uh shouts to billy ryan 98 shouts to whoever you know cheryl's roops max group 08 and all those people. cheryl but, for uh, three for three she misses but uh <laughs> <laughs> after linking everybody we were able uh i started this uh page called tb's team blahs our friend nick Roden, and shouts to him uh you know, called me and some of my buddies that Pat Hannah and stuff, and then I had names for people, so we just used that as a name. And it was meant to be, as you see in the description, a, 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 a PT just for us, uh, because yeah. I love the green board. Shouts to the green board, it, it kind of made me who I am, and I just wouldn't wouldn't be able to have the sarcasm that I do without the green board, but uh. Sick and it was kind of a uh, it's, it's, it, 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 it's so hell now. It was a place we could all complain and talk about the shows and talk about who's going to shows, find a house to crash at, say where we're going, get a ticket trade yeah. situation going. Yeah, but it was all people I've known. You see that, you know, and it's all people I've actually seen a show with. So as we went to college and separated and moved across the country, 
then someone that I grew up with would introduce, hey, this is my college friends. And I'd go see a show and eat some paper with them. And we have a lifelong relationship. And basically that just started as a community where everyone there, I had at least seen a set of music with. And I could know like, hey, if you want to complain about last night's aborted jam during free when you thought it could have gone here, I'm actually going to listen to you. You're not some <laughs> troll, you know. You're just not some troll free jam, right? That I'm right. That, but you're not some troll like at your mom's basement eating Cheetos. I actually know you, Dorenzo, so you can complain about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what it is. And also, like uh, as much fun as I've had at solo shows, which I've done at least a hundred of uh, between different bands. Uh, it's just something about camaraderie and that brotherhood that I always love. So bringing people together is just. Uh, a knack yeah. I had. I wish it. I wish it was schoolwork. I wish it was business. Um, I wish it was uh, like numbers or reading comprehension. But for me, bringing people together in business is where I'm good at. You know, amongst some, a couple other things, and and so I always wanted to bring people together just to to what to have a great time, listen to the best music possible because something special about that. It's yeah. uh, it's a place where you can go to forget about all your problems. And all your your troubles for you know half an hour, hour, three hours, whether it's a set at a festival or a show, and as hopefully three hours if Goose manages their time properly, you know, it's all they just have. Man, to- listen, <laughs> I, I spent mad time on reading comprehension, and we still ended up at the same damn show. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, you you, uh, like the best of them. But nah, a lot of that, nah, dude. Yeah. A lot of that, you know, that all of that stuff with all of these people that you mentioned did have a big impact on 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 supporting the band and, and, and raising the band up and bringing the band along in those early years. Um, oh, absolutely. And a lot of people have mentioned to me, you know, as much as people try to project certain things on the Goose fan base and um, kind of misperceive a lot of the things that they see online, I've gotten tons of compliments over the years in person and online about the community and the kind of community aspect around the band. And a lot of that has to do with this stuff that that I think most of us that you brought together felt the same way about community and camaraderie. And, um, you know, and, and of course, going to solo shows is fun as well. You get to meet a lot of people because a lot of people at the shows are thinking the same way. But it's always nice to have a family of people to go with, you know, and know every time you're going around the country, you can stay with or you can see a show with. Um, and it really did add to the culture a lot. You mentioned Ted and Fred. Um, but you know, that, that grew out of that. It's just an inside joke, you know, and that's a lot of those started, jokes. Inside yeah. joke started at Deer Creek 2003. And a lot of those jokes over the years come up with from a content perspective, you know, and some of the stuff like for, for example, that everybody knows, like bingo tour, get involved. We always used to just annoy people and make these jokes by just repeating shit over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I was like, this isn't going to work. You know, people were like, Oh, fire, get involved one more time. And it blew up, you know, and it really, it really has worked. I used to order a bunch of apps, a bunch of stuff and be like, get involved. I mean, the night, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pitched the band to Rick. I was eating a bunch of steaks. I was not vegan at the time. And Rick was all veggie. And I was like, Rick, order all the fucking veggies you want. Get involved. Let's fucking get involved. You know, <laughs> get involved well, some funny apps, people, dude. There's some funny that I, forge, I still forging know that from community college. is important. Oh yeah. Oh, I've, forging just, that community is important because uh, you kind of saw it happening and going back to Greenboard and and old school stuff like in the 2.0 fish scene, things were so divided because of what was going on with the music. 
and uh, you got and there was they're always much, divided because they're they're always divided. But yeah. it was it was bad. They're very divisive. It wasn't <laughs> a much. There wasn't many places to talk about it. So the green board, you you hear you'd see people either hating them or loving them or a little differently than today in a more polarizing way. And uh, it would make for crazy discussions. So I always felt uh, what drew me to this scene, you know, from going to see strange folk when I was fucking 11, 99 or some shit like that to, to actually really, and, and Mo and all that stuff. But to fish to really just seeing that community and everybody who's listening understands that because they that's an aspect i have to assume a lot of people love outside of the music being number one so always thought it was important to cultivate a good community and make sure everyone um you know just was having fun with it and then as we got older uh bruce you deal with this a lot now that i just had to step away from it but you know then you get a lot of people in the community you get a lot of opinionated people becomes basically a green board and it's different than a tb where it's like oh it's a pt for us now it's like a pt for everybody and i get it we all got express uh opinions but everybody out there make versus life a little easier and just realize we're out here to spread love you know at the end of the day i'll fucking make jokes with you all day and if you got something real personal to say Please say it to my face. I'll fold you like a chair and we'll get over it real quick because I'll buy you an edible arrangement. <laughs> but besides that, know that we're doing everything in our powers because we want to just to make this the best place possible because it needs to be. And that's the most important thing to going to this 50 years of music, more years of music, which is something I'm such a proponent about because this is something I want to do till. So I'm 127 years old. One thing, as as the creator of El Goose, um, Dr. Frankenstein, if you will, you know, there's so much talk. And as someone who um, has spent time on the green board, who is experienced, who, you know, if you wanted to, could qualify as a jaded vet, but you're not because you're optimistic and sanguine. Um, my question to you is... When is the torch going to be passed? <laughs> Aha! It's Koji to kiss. Uh, well, that's a long and extensive answer. And I am very excited to tell you because I know exactly how, how to tell you. Tune in for episode <laughs> two. Coming soon. You know how to tell them too. You know, I but I guess. And it's you not know what question. we do with episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck seeing that one come out. There we go. That's it.
<laughs> oh well so how are we going to end this if it's like we want to once again thank our very special guest well tomorrow also known as yesterday i hope we found someone to talk to and if so we really want to thank them for being a very special guest in this episode of the great beyond to discuss yeah, you, all the things we did discuss see, see this was planned very carefully this episode and we hope they come back again we hope our listeners come back again as well <laughs> <laughs> for the four of you left oh my god i feel bad for the four of them <laughs> um and okay. even though the band still isn't on tour we've got some very special episodes planned for all of you it's just, almost as special planned. as this one <laughs> plan planned. yeah plan's a funny word <laughs> throw in there joey um <laughs> well we had some really special episodes planned for you seriously i think i hope um that we're really excited about so be sure to be on the lookout for those dropping every other wednesday as well as a possible new Goose Day Tuesday live show. Um, so be on the lookout for that as well. Oh, that's going to be super dope. Bruce doesn't even know about that because he went to the Discord. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know how I got roped into this podcast. Take us home, uh, Joey. <laughs> the, <laughs> great, <laughs> the Great Beyond is presented by Osiris Media and engineered by Greg Knight from his apartment in Brooklyn, New York. A lot of editing today. On behalf of my co-host, I'd once again like night. to thank John. Le- oh, I almost said his name. Whoa! If he- there uh, it is. Yeah, that's that's true. Say it three times, they actually show up. Our manager Kathleen Knight, and most of all, you, the listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to catch a ride with us next time down the pathway to Great Beyond. Good job today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great work. Oh, man. (laughs) Osiris.